Hey everybody, this is Wicked Sources. So today there is a thought going through my head as cannabis is on the verge of legalization. 47 states have already done so in some manner. We're waiting on the federal government. The bigger question that looms in my mind is who is uh, standing to benefit the most? Um, I was curious about this and I thought, hey, there's got to be some kind of conflict of interest between politicians and weed, at least in terms of industry. So I did a little bit of digging and I found this right here. So we're going to dive into the article. It's an old article from 2019, but it definitely shows us there's a conflict of interest. Stick around. So when I did a little bit of digging, this is what I came across. Cannabis-loving former politicians are lining up to profit off of the cannabis that is about to get legalized. So when I opened it up, it brought me here. Marijuana-loving former politicians are lining up to profit off of the end of their war on drugs from John Boner to Joe Crowley, the same men who could have helped end the prohibition on cannabis now aim to make money off of it. How much money? Lock your doors, shut your blinds, and hide your kids. After years of blocking cannabis proposals and deriding the plant, former House Speaker Joe Boner, uh, Republican Ohio, became the most high-profile hypocrite when he, along with former Massachusetts governor and now long-shot presidential candidate Bill Weld, joined the board of the Canadian cannabis firm Acreage Holdings. Both men reportedly have 625,000 shares of the firm, which could sell for around three billion dollars according to the new york times each man could net as much as 20 million dollars still boner denies his new position on cannabis is motivated purely by profit he says uh no 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 he told me earlier this year when i bumped into him walking the grounds of the capitol i just kind of found myself like a lot of americans beginning to look at this differently as the states began to approve this one after another while boner isn't a registered lobbyist he's certainly encouraging his former colleagues to legalize cannabis federally which would give him a huge payday and he's not alone former senate majority leader tom dashell of south dakota and uh, Joseph Crowley of New York both Democrats are now on the board of Northern Swan Holdings a cannabis investment firm based in New York combined the two spent close to five decades as elected officials in Washington and never even co-sponsored a cannabis bill until Crowley was facing a primary challenge from now Republican uh, 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 representative uh, AOC during which he had added his name to a pre-existing cannabis reform bill. It's not just American politicos seeking to get rich off the globe's billion-dollar cannabis industry. Former Israeli Prime Minister um, and uh, Ahid Barak are both on the boards of cannabis firms. And former Mexican President Vicente Fox is also now cashing in on cannabis. Talk about a conflict of interest. That's a huge conflict of interest. And this is something um, that is concerning, and it should be, right? We all should be concerned that for five decades... Those two men actively blocked any kind of uh, acceptance of cannabis and now are standing to make $20 million if they were to sell their positions on, let's say, acreage holdings. It is unbelievable. Um, the proper word, I'd say, is fucked, you know, for a lack of a better term. So how many others are there just like them? 
I mean, uh, and another question that comes to my mind is like, from Acreage Holdings, who approached these guys in terms of uh, investment opportunity? Did they approach them with the knowledge that, hey, these two gentlemen were once um, part of government and they might actually have some influence to be able to uh, persuade other members of the government to pass some form of legalization for cannabis? Could that be a possibility? Hmm. It's a huge possibility that their influence is rather strong in this department. And this is why I've been questioning, you know, why now are we about to legalize cannabis when we could have done it five years ago, 10 years ago, um, when there were already states that were doing it themselves? I mean, my goodness, $20 million is a lot of money that, um, one person can make off of the investments they made into cannabis. Of course, these are open businesses and anybody can invest. You can and I can. None of us are getting closed door deals though. These guys, I think, did. Somebody approached them. And for me, that is a conflict of interest. If a a cannabis company approached a former politician with the prior knowledge that they may have some influence uh, to be able to maybe get some, you know, um, encouraging words into Congress to pass some kind of bill, um, I would be concerned about this. Now, you and I don't get the same deals. You and I don't get these closed door deals where we can invest early on into something that has the potential to really go crazy, especially now when we've been hearing so much about the realities of insider trading. A lot of politicians have been involved in that. We are hearing it every day. Uh, We know it's been going on for a while, but now it's at the forefront. We're seeing it. We're seeing that it's happening and they are taking advantage of the information that they have in advance. Why should they take a loss, right? But you can and I can, but they're allowed to let go of their bags um, before any, uh, you know, horrible uh, meltdown in a stock, uh, they're not going to tell us. So I guess the main point of the entire kind of thought becomes like, should politicians make the public uh, aware of anything uh, cannabis related if they're investing, whether they're currently serving or if they have served in the past? Should that be a requirement? I mean, Now, more than ever, we're um, doing things that are unprecedented. You know, we are uh, having presidents show us their tax returns, which has never happened before. We are asking um, uh, of Congress to do things that have never been done before. Why should this not be on the table as an option? What do you think? Leave them down below. I'll catch you guys on the next one.